Welcome to Ask the Beauty Advisor, a podcast that answers your health and beauty questions. Hosted by health and beauty advisor, Deanna Lynn. Well, hello, everyone. It's so nice to be back and be back on the mic again. I know I've been gone for quite a while, since August. Well, with everything going on, with my business being open and shut and open and shut, just really wasn't able to film any videos of my work for you. However, during this time, I have taken the time to educate myself on some really new and exciting facial treatments, which I will be sharing with you very soon. So stay tuned for that. Today, I have a guest, and she'll be sharing with us the benefits of nutrition and some recipes that applies to healthy skin, hair, and nails, and just an overall way to feel and look good. My guest for today is Maria Ibrahim. We're going to be talking about feeding your beauty today. Now, we know that beauty begins in the gut. And in order to look and feel good, you need to start with a healthy foundation. Well, my guest for today knows all about how to get started eating healthier and enjoying healthier foods. In fact, she wrote a book about it. Her book, Eat Like You Give a Fork, The Real Dish on Eating to Thrive, teaches you how to prepare and enjoy healthier food. Some of you may be familiar with Maria Ibrahim, the fit foodie. She's a nationally recognized food expert and is the founder of, of eatcleaner.com. She is also the founder of Grow Green Industries, INC, and the creator of Eat Cleaner line of food, wash, and wipes. Maria is also the author of Eat Like You Give a Fork, The Real Dish on Eating to Thrive, The Clean Eating Handbook and a contributor to the New York Times bestseller, The Daniel Plan, 40 Days to a Healthier Life, the book. You can catch her on the Emmy-nominated show, Recipe Rehab. Her column, The Fit Foodie, has appeared in Edible Orange County Magazine since 2011. And I am very excited to have Maria with us today. Now, if you want to check Maria out while listening to today's show, I have put her website link in the show notes. Just click on that link or visit her website, eatcleaner.com. Now, she's also offering us a free ebook on clean eating that you can get just by texting her, Fit Foodie, to this number, 22828. And she'll be telling us more about that ebook at the very end of today's episode. But if you want to get a jump start, just text the word Fit Foodie to the number 22828. All right, with that being said, let's go ahead and get into that interview. Hello, Maria. Welcome. Thank you for being with us today. It's a pleasure to have you on, and I'm very excited about today's episode. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, well, it's my pleasure. And thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to do this. So now we are on a limited time schedule today. So let's go ahead and jump right into it. Maria, why don't you start by telling us a little bit about yourself? Are you a married lady? Do you have children? Tell us briefly a little bit about you. Yeah, I am a married woman, uh, remarried now for a year. We just celebrated our one-year anniversary, 
And together we have five kids. Oh my God. Um, yeah. So we have a basketball team basically. Um, and, you know, most of them are teenagers. So it's an interesting time of life, uh, especially with everything going on. Uh, and it's just a lot of fun. And we have a rescue dog. So it's really a full house. Oh, wow. Yeah, I bet. And you're doing all that cooking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maria, can you tell us how you got started as a nutritional coach? What sparked your interest in nutrition? I really started in um, in the culinary world, um, going to cooking school. Health was um, an interest of mine, but it wasn't really the root motivation for wanting to learn how to cook. Um, but as I went through my cooking practice, I found that a lot of the foods weren't agreeing with me. Um, a lot of really rich and fatty and, um, a lot of use of flour and sugar. And I just wasn't responding well to the food. I would always feel really sick and just bloated and not very energetic, and so when I came back to the United States, I thought, you know, I really love to cook, but I just have to figure out a way to do it so that I don't feel sick all the time. And I mean, this was like over 25 years ago. So um, we didn't really have the the wealth of information I feel like we have now in terms of, you know, how do you eat in a way that lowers inflammation and feeds your gut health and boosts your metabolism and all of the things that we know now. So I went into the world of holistic nutrition and went through that process. Um, and I really feel like that's when the light bulb turned on, that you could marry the two and that food could still be done beautifully, executed beautifully from a very nutrient dense point of view and be something that we use as a vehicle to derive vibrant health that actually really makes us feel better than ever. Um, and I can't stress the importance of that enough because I feel like there's so many people that are just suffering with, with conditions. And rather than allowing themselves to heal, they just sort of cover it up with other things. And when you discover the power of food, you can really unveil, I believe, the best form of you so that you can go out and conquer all the things that you want to do in life. Oh, absolutely. And that's right. You are a chef first, which is a great segue into the topic of your book. Your book is titled... Eat like you give a fork. <laughs> now, first off, your book is a real jewel. It has the most beautiful pictures of prepared food. The recipes are easy and they look so delicious. Uh, but however, the book is more than just a recipe or a cookbook. It has a concept. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, definitely. And thank you for saying those nice things. Um, you know, for me, you know, the, the subtitle is the real dish on eating to thrive. And that's really what this book is about. It's eight steps to help you get ready to kind of adopt this clean eating lifestyle. And it starts with a taste bud reset to recondition your taste buds to really crave the foods that are 
contributing to well-being, your sour and bitter and umami taste buds, and put the salty and sugary on the sidelines for a little bit, because those tend to be associated with hyper-processed and, um, you know, kind of junk foods that aren't going to contribute to vibrant health. So we start there, and then I build on each concept and teach you how to you know, get your, your food pantry and refrigerator set up for success, how to do meal prep, how to combine macronutrients, why eating carbs and fat and protein is important and the role of essential amino acids. So there is nutrition incorporated in, but every chapter gives you a whole bunch of great, easy to make delicious recipes that underscore each of those concepts so that it really brings it to life. Most of the time on this show, we talk about things that you apply to yourself topically to improve or enhance your beauty, your hair, your skin, your nails. But what about the food we eat? Should that be a part of our beauty regimen? Can food actually improve our outer appearance? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, I talk about the benefits of collagen and protein in general, those essential amino acids, they are essential for a reason. We need them every single day and our body doesn't produce them. So you need them from a food source. Um, and when we eat properly, you know, including fat, which feeds our brain and our muscle and our connective tissue, in addition to protein, and we have hydrating foods and antioxidant rich foods that nourish great skin and hair and nails and just the the whole vibrant self, even just your skin tone, you can see the difference. You can feel the difference. Um, and of course, the merits of hydration, you know, being really, really good about drinking a lot of clear liquids every single day. Um, I talk about the benefits of apple cider vinegar, raw apple cider vinegar, and have several recipes in the book that incorporate apple cider vinegar. Um, but all of those things really help. And by the way, one of the most important things people can do is to take care of their gut health. If you take care of your gut health, that really will reflect on your outer beauty because your gut is not only the storehouse of your immunity, but it is where, um, you know, your, your body's going to push out toxins and our skin is our largest organ. So if you're, if you're pushing out toxins properly, you'll see it in your skin. Right, right. Well, you know, as an esthetician, a skincare professional, people come to me with problem skin. And I'm seeing more and more young people with conditions such as eczema, dermatitis, and even hair loss. I don't think our food today, we're getting enough nutrition like vitamin B12, vitamin D, magnesium, etc. What food should we be eating more of or what can we do to get more nutrition in our bodies? Yeah, wow. that's a great point because, you know, a lot of food is picked and then it's shipped all over the world. Um, you know, oranges, for example, if they're spending six to 12 days on a truck to come to us on the West Coast, in that time, they've lost 40 to 60% of their vitamin C content. So, you know, being able to buy local is a big thing. And, um, you know, I really encourage people to support their local farmers market. Um, there are many places popping up where you can either, you know, community farms or places where you can pick your own produce. 
boy, does it make a difference. Even just having your own windowsill garden, if you don't have a lot of room. Um, I I grow sprouts. I just started doing this. I grow, um, you know, a variety of different sprouts on my windowsill. Six days. And you've got these gorgeous sprouts that are just full of nutrients. Even they say three times more nutrients than full grown plants. So it's an easy thing that people can do that's low maintenance, but I do encourage people to eat local so that they get the most benefit out of their food. And, you know, the higher up the food chain you go, the more important it is to, to eat foods that are eating the right foods. So, you know, spend the extra money, get the grass fed and grass finished beef you know, buy the cage-free pasture-raised eggs. Um, Sometimes it's just a matter of a few cents, but it makes a world of difference because the animal is being treated in a way that's more humane. And then the food will become more full of sound nutrition versus inflammatory, uh, inflammatory, um, you know, things that will create problems in your system. And most of the chronic diseases nowadays that we're dealing with are inflammatory. Exactly, exactly. That's exactly right. You're probably seeing a lot of that in skin too. I mean, eczema is a great example. Eczema is, you know, literally your body is just overflowing with, you know, this inflammatory stuff coursing through your veins, right? Rheumatoid arthritis, so many diseases and syndromes that we're seeing nowadays, even cancer. So the more we can do to bolster our health by, you know, eating sound foods that are full of nutrition, you know, the more, the better prepared we are. Doesn't a lot of that have to do with your body's pH, keeping your body's pH balanced by eating a lot of greens? Yeah. So that's, you know, alkalinity is kind of a big buzzword nowadays. And certainly eating an alkaline diet where you're eating a lot of greens, apple, raw apple cider vinegar, like I mentioned before, is a great way to do that. Um, Even adding fresh lemon juice to your water, even though lemon juice is acidic, but that does not create acidity in your body. It creates alkalinity Um, and avoiding fried foods, avoiding processed meats, avoiding a lot of alcohol. Those are all great, you know, rules of thumb just in general to avoid. And also a lot of dairy, dairy can be very clogging in your system. You can see it in your skin too doesn't agree with everybody. However, I will say the caveat here is fermented dairy. So if you're eating like a good fermented kefir or lebni, which is a a Middle Eastern cultured kefir cheese, it's like a strained yogurt. Um, These are probiotic rich foods that can have tremendous benefit. Uh, And a lot of the lactose, which people are sometimes allergic to, gets digested during that fermentation process. So just something to be aware of. Now, when we speak of the effects of dairy when it comes to the skin, too much or a person whose body can't process dairy, it can really create havoc on the skin. When you see those white cholesterol bumps underneath the skin, that's a sign that that person isn't handling dairy well. It can also cause acne because of the hormones that can be in the dairy. Those white bumps that collect underneath the skin need to be extracted. And sometimes they'll actually harden under there. Well, getting off topic here, so that's 
a whole different story. Anyway, so now while I was exploring your website, I came across a video of you being asked to do some recipe swaps. And I thought it might be fun if you did a few recipe swaps for us. So would you be willing to give us a couple examples? Yeah. So I was on a show actually called Recipe Rehab. And on that show, we took family recipes that they had passed down for generations and just made them better. Um, so when you've got like a, a apple pie, for example, that's got a lot of flaky crust action with a lot of butter and, you know, a lot of white flour, you can swap that out for things like oats, um, egg whites, adding cinnamon, adding alternative sweeteners like monk fruit or organic stevia. I know stevia can is a little bit... Um, <laughs> it's debated whether it's a good thing or not, but the stevia plant is, is natural. And as long as they're using a a natural process to extract it, it's a great option. So I think, you know, in a case like a crust, there are a lot of, you know, natural, simple, whole grains that can be a substitute for a flaky pastry crust. The same thing goes for the filling, you know, oftentimes you'll make a cake and you're using a lot of butter and cream and, and dairy and eggs and things like that, I have been able to swap a lot of the fat that would normally go into a cake, like, you know, canola oil, for example, which is not a great oil. Um, You can swap that out for pureed beets. Beets add a lot of moisture and they also add a lot of sweetness naturally. So that's a really healthy swap. You can do the same thing with pureed applesauce or um, even sweet potatoes. So all kinds of different fun things that you can do. Even pizza. I had somebody tell me the other day, well, I can't follow what you're doing because I love pizza too much. And I'm like, so do I. And if you follow me, you'll know I have all kinds of swaps for that. A cauliflower crust, for example, or a broccoli or a kale crust is a great way to still experience the crunch. Uh, And then you make the tomato sauce full of flavor and you go light on the cheese and heavy on the fun toppings and you add a crown of arugula with some truffle oil, you know, you can get gourmet-ish and fun with your food, just better options. I love cauliflower pizza. It's so much richer tasting. It has so much more flavor and texture than traditional pizza. I know. And and it's got that nice crust. Yeah. And here's the thing, you know, I really want people to understand that I observe the 90-10 rule and it's a chapter in the book too that I talk about, you know, the 90-10 rule means you're eating clean 90% of the time, but 10% of the time you eat whatever the fork you want. And that is really important as human beings and omnivores, you know, that we allow ourselves to have a cookie every once in a while, to eat mom's apple pie, to go to a birthday party and feel like we can enjoy a bite or two of the cake. You know what I mean? Like, I think we should not be so, so hard on ourselves ourselves. It's not about shaming. It's about balance. Um, And, you know, it's kind of like the opposite. If you were to just work out once a week uh, at the gym and call yourself fit, well, that doesn't really work. So, you know, to say that eating every once in a while, something indulgent is going to be a problem. Well, that's, that's not the case either. So we do talk about metabolic elasticity and eating extra calories 
a few times a week is actually good for you. And that's what people who bodybuild do. You know, they have their cheat meals. Well, there's merit to that because it makes your body work a little bit harder to get your metabolism going. And that in effect burns calories more efficiently. So by all means, indulge every once in a while. Well, your book certainly has a wide array of recipes. And just for the listeners, I'd like to just mention a couple of them here. Some of the ones that caught my attention. Speaking of treating ourselves, those no-bake oatmeal, peanut butter, chocolate chip cookies hard to die for. I have a batch of those in my fridge right now. <laughs> yeah, and that recipe is so simple and so easy to make. I think I have every one of those ingredients in my pantry right now. I'm going to have to make those cookies. Yes. So now let's see what else. Oh, the spinach and mushroom fatata cups look great. The seafood avocado, yum, I love avocados. And then the overstuffed sweet potatoes with the chipotle lime yogurt. I showed that recipe to a friend and she was drooling. Then we got the Moroccan spiced chicken legs. There's a baked fried chicken recipe, which looks interesting. You've got recipes for dips, desserts. You've got recipes for fish and chicken. However, I'm not seeing much beef or pork. What are your thoughts about those foods? Yeah, I, there are a few in there, but I personally feel like, you know, limiting red meat in general is a good idea. Not saying that you can't have it, but I really want people to embrace this idea of produce being the lead. I think that when you do that, you realize that there are there are a lot of ways to get plant-based protein onto your plate so that you don't necessarily need the, the animal uh, form of protein as much. And this book is by all means, it's not a vegan book or anything, and I'm not vegan. We know the meat is there. We, we know it's at our disposal, right? But most people need more help in trying to figure out how to get produce onto their plate. So that's where I take that approach. And in general, you know, the lighter meat is more in line with a Mediterranean diet. And this book is very heavily influenced by that because that is my upbringing. So now before we run out of time, I wanted to let the listeners know about your website, eatcleaner.com, where you have so much more information. They can find recipes, blog posts, videos, your podcasts, and your products. Do you want to tell us a little bit about your products, your Eat Cleaner Fruit and Vegetable Wash? Tell us why we need a product like this. Yeah, definitely. Yes, eatcleaner.com is your destination for clean eating everything. And I invented Eat Cleaner with my father after he got sick from cancer and was told to avoid all raw food, including raw produce. We know that the enzymes and the nutrients that are in raw food are extremely important. I do advocate eating at least a raw meal a day um, because we, we lose that when we cook our food. So eating raw food then presents risks. It, prevents, it presents the risk of foodborne illness, which is exactly why he was told to avoid it. And the truth is anybody can get sick from pathogens. 48 million people every year in the U.S. get foodborne illness. So Eat Cleaner is a way to remove over 99.9% .9 of that residue that can make you sick. 
Uh, and plus we formulated it and it is patented and lab proven. We formulated it to extend your produce shelf life up to five times longer. So you really get the benefit of cleaner, safer, longer lasting, fresh food. And we do have washes for seafood and poultry also. So you can feel really good that the seafood and poultry you're cooking is also safe. You had me sold just the fact alone that it keeps your fruit and veggies fresher longer. I definitely feel if any of our listeners today want to look and feel better, they should go to your website and take a look and check things out, maybe get your book and your products. Before you go, because I know you're very busy, why don't we let the listeners know one more time before you go all the places where they can find more about you? Sure. If you head to eatcleaner.com, that's really kind of our destination for everything. You can also follow us on social media on Facebook and Instagram is where we hang out the most at Eat Cleaner. And we have many recipes on our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Eat Cleaner. But you know what? You can get everywhere from eatcleaner.com. And for your listeners, I'd love to offer um, a copy of the Clean Eating Handbook, which is uh, an ebook that I wrote. They'll get that for free. It's 31 Essential Rules to Health, Wellness, and a Fabulously Fit Life. And all they have to do is text Fit Foodie to 22828. That's F I T F O O D I E to 22828, and they'll get that book free. Oh, gosh, great. Thank you. I'm going to put all those links in the show notes so you can. Look through the show notes and find all that information and get that free ebook. Wow, that's exciting. You got it. Okay. Well, thank you very much. I know you got to run. It's been great having you on. I mean, we could have gone on for hours, but I know you have to go. But thank you very, very much. You have a great day. You too. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye. Bye bye.